Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Crazy Story, a podcast, oh, from the overtake, I need to say that, I think sometimes I haven't said that, mm-hmm. a podcast where we tell crazy true stories. I'm Robin. I'm Abby. And I'm Rick. Excellent. We don't need to do last names, do we? No. Yeah. Uh, well, it really here. sounded like Rick and I both had to think about And I'm, uh... <laughs> <laughs> um... We don't actually, we normally do, at this point we normally do some corrections from previous weeks, mm-hmm. but we don't have any, does anyone have any? We don't have any corrections. Mm. I made a note of the correction I meant to make for last oh, yeah. week and I forgot it, so I'll do it next week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's what. Fine. You made a note, that's, the point of making a note is that you don't forget things. Yeah, I know, but I, I made the note to bring it down here and I forgot you to bring forgot the to note bring down the here, note. yeah. Okay. Was it on paper, like old, old No, just fashion? a mental note. I think everybody on the computer. Ooh. I'm not going to go and get it now. All we'll right. just do it next week. Right. We'll do it next week. Um, cool. Well, I was I was resisting doing a sad story, but I've done a sad story. Oh. Um, Against advisement as well. <laughs> I did advise you to do the funny story. Yeah, and I was. I was going to do the funny story, but I didn't know enough about it, and it, and I was really behind today. So but I would have made it even funnier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some guy, true. I don't you know, know what, what he did, but I, was, I I got halfway through the story that I'm on at the moment, and I was like, I don't know enough about this to do this <laughs> in a podcast, and it, I can't even hilariously get it wrong because it's really sad. <laughs> so um, I'm just going to be non-hilariously getting this wrong. Okay. Rick, cool. what's the tone of your story? Um. Crazy. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I think it's funny, but other people I don't think it's funny. There are, there are a few murders in it, a few beheadings. <laughs> oh, God. Some major spoilers. Yeah, yeah but, it, you know, that's not what it's... I mean, I said murder, but mine's only got one death in it. Yeah, but, like, my death by beheading, yours will be by, like, wasting disease or something. Like yeah. that. It's just not funny. Okay, it's not, give, me, it's not funny. give me a title. Uh, mine is... Uh, Without spoiling it, because I think it was a fairy. Jean Charles de Menezes, the 53rd London bombing victim. Oh, Rick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mine's uh, Manchester versus France vampire hunters. Okay, well, obviously we have to do that. Yeah, we'll do the sad one. I'll do it quick. Um, I'm sure it's very good. Oh, it's the really interesting, and, you, and everyone it. needs to know it. But, yeah, um, I appreciate that. I'm not really saying that, and that's fine. So, um... It's 2005 in the in the tunnel. In the story, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's going to be like no. mm, correction. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's two weeks after the 7/7 bombing, uh, where 52 people were killed and hundreds were injured um, on London's public transport network by four suicide bombers, two of which went to the same uni as me. Oh, and you as well, Abigail. Oh uh, yeah, I was, back it. I was like, they went to yeah. two yeah. unis. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. We were um, doing the same one. Yeah. Um, so they were... They lived just down the road from me as well. Yeah, they did, yeah. Because I lived opposite the Mosque in Hyde Park. Yeah. Mm. They lived... Yeah. So they Beckett's claim to fame is two bombers like, I'm not even joking. And Alexander Skarsgård I was just going to say, who else? Who else is the alumni? Chris Pine came to Leeds, the yeah, University did, of Leeds. Yeah, yeah. I went to the Red Brick yeah, upper class. Yeah, but loads of people. You're a scumbag university. Isn't like a princess currently at uni of everyone. Oh, Chelsea. Really? That's what, not... Was her name Chelsea? Oh, yeah, that one. She went yeah, broke. Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't um, Philip Schofield's daughter at Leeds as well? Uh, yeah. 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 I mean, he's been like spotted around the city centre and stuff. Stealing eggs oh. and just nicking <laughs> bottles of milk off people's doorsteps. <laughs> Whatever it is, Schofield does. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what do you think he, who do you think he is? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a gnome that lives in a garage. Um, <laughs> That was the voice of um, Annika Vadical, who is our social media person, taking some pictures today. 
Um, so we've brought a change of clothes, which might break the illusion. Uh, <laughs> just like, you what are you doing? You don't have to tell people. Don't say it. So halfway through, we're going to have a costume change. Charlie, you can edit that out. Uh, <laughs> I won't. <laughs> so anyway, let me do, shall I do my story? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I've had, I've had half a beer. That's it. And then I'm sure. Yeah. Um, so, some people consider John Charles to... John Charles Jimenez is the 53rd London bombing victim. A lot of people consider him a victim of the police, uh, quite rightly, and some people consider him a victim of uh, home home office policy as well, which I'll explain in full anyway. But I would argue that he's probably a victim of all three of those things. So he was a 27-year-old Brazilian electrician. Um, He'd moved to the UK to help his family out. Um, so he lived in this uh, province called Gonza- Gonzaga. I hope that's right. Sorry, we don't do pronunciations. Yeah, no, we yeah. don't. It's not. It's not our fault. <laughs> it's I, I'm just reminding people that I don't. I don't correct mispronunciations because I'd have to listen to it and yeah. like that's play it in the yeah. episode. Yeah. So if any listeners it? have a problem with that, suck a dick. Yeah. Um, so half the pe- half the young people in Gonzaga um, moved to a different country because it was quite a poor kind of place. Mm-hmm. Um, so he'd he'd lived in the UK for a while. He'd be gr- he'd been granted leave to remain, but had actually overstayed his visa. Like since then, mm-hmm. which is um, important to the story. So do you guys are, do you guys know about Jean Charles Menezes? Like, what do you know already? Was he shot on the tube? Yes. Because he was carrying a backpack. Pretty, yeah, pretty much. So it's like a much more complicated story than people think, but I'm going to try and simplify it as much as possible. So he was he was working in London and lived in the same building as a suspected terrorist, so a lot of people didn't oh. know that, yeah. Um, so police had obviously been like looking at the building for quite a while, and um, they had this plan where they'd let the residents of the building like come out and then walk as far as they could to, like, be not seen by the building, um, to be, like, outside of the building. And then the police would, like, stop and, like, step in and question them. They'd compared pictures of uh, Jean-Charles with who they thought the bomber was. Um, and, it, like, basically it sounds like they thought that it was him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it also sounds like they hadn't put that much thought into it. Like, they'd looked at a picture and been like, oh, yeah, that kind of looks like him. And actually, the more you hear it, the, the, wor- the worse it is. Um, so, um, they, they thought he, they said they, they thought he seemed suspicious, um, that, cause they'd like, let, let, let him leave the house and like, he got on, a, he went off and got on a bus and they were watching him and they thought he seemed suspicious and like, I kid you not, they said that he had Mongolian eyes, which I guess must have been significant, but I couldn't, I was trying to research why that was I mean, thing. it doesn't even feel like it's an accurate descriptor of someone from South America. No, no. He, I mean, like, whatever Mongolian eyes are, I don't know whether he has them. I don't, yeah. I don't really think he has them. But also, it's not what's like, Mongolian got to do with yeah. anything? It's, it's just, like, we noticed he has blue mean, eyes. Like, basically just Asian eyes, like not a double eyelid. I, I think so. Yeah, I think that's probably what it is. But, right, yeah. but like Which Mongolian, racist. Like, yeah, racist. And well, like, obviously, it's yeah, like describing it's conjoined twins as Siamese. Like yeah. it's just that part's not even relevant. Really. No, no, yeah. It's just I don't know. So Mongolia, I don't know what Mongolia's got to do with any of it. Nothing basically. So specific. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It is. I think. I mean, maybe somewhere that that some guy, one of the suspects, had like. Was part Mongolian, maybe? I mean, I'm guessing. Maybe. But maybe, like, maybe that's why it's relevant. But anyway, it it seems like basically they didn't know what they were on about, and they'd kind of made a lot of us. The police. The police. No. I know. Um. So yeah. So based on that information, Gold Command, which was like the name of like the top commander people, mm-hmm. um, of the operation. Um, authorised something called Code Red, which was like the emergency thing for terrorists. Mm-hmm. So they were like, yeah, let's authorise Code Red. Um, and they ordered the police that were on the ground um, to prevent him from getting on the train. Um, and what was re- what's really weird about this is that the main guy that was following him had like at one point gone for a piss, so like wasn't really like 
properly following him. Yeah, exactly. And that it later came out that he was like a soldier that had been seconded to the police as oh. part of the task force. So it's like he he's not. I guess he'll be trained. Maybe not, even not better fix. trained in a lot of ways. <laughs> well, I don't yeah. know. Maybe even better trained in a lot of ways to like follow people and stuff. But like, I don't know. It just I seems... didn't think that members of the military could join the police force. No, after serving. I, I don't. I think probably it when it's a certain type of operation, yeah. they probably do bring in military people. But if it's yeah, counterintelligence or yeah, special branch, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it was intelligence that he'd been like um, seconded to. So. Uh, yeah, so John Charles uh, went into the tube station about uh, Stockwell tube station about ten a.m. Um, and he'd stopped. Oh, so I didn't actually say. No, I didn't actually say that he got on the bus mm-hmm. to Stockwell tube station, um, and they had like followed, like several plain clothes policemen had gone and followed him on, and were on the bus with him. Um, so he got uh, he got into the tube station about ten a.m. He stopped to pick up a free newspaper and he used his Oyster card to pay the fare and he walked through the barriers and went down the escalator. Mm-hmm. That's an important point because a lot of people still believe that he jumped over a ticket barrier and ran away. Have you? Is that something you've heard? That's something a little bit vague, but I thought that was after the police gave chase. Yeah, so none of, yeah, none so none of that, none that happened. happened. So people, no. I think a lot of people are saying like, a lot of people said like he saw the police and he ran, yeah. which... Like, it doesn't seem like it happened at all. And actually, from day one, police said that he he never jumped over a ticket barrier. Like, he, they told the family immediately that he never jumped that over a ticket happened. barrier. Yeah. And that the, and when you look on the CCTV footage, which I didn't, but people, people have done. <laughs> yeah. Um, he, yeah, he didn't it's do that. He, yeah. So, I don't know whether... That's, that's the, that, Mandela, the Mandela effect. People misremember events from history that never actually happened or they weren't there. It, to that is definitely true, but I don't, I don't think, think that applies. I think this yeah. is just like someone made up a rumour that he ran away from police. Or maybe yeah, yeah. an eyewitness said that. A, that an happened, eyewitness has claimed that this yeah. has happened, but then someone read it and said, Oh, it happened. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, yeah, so basically, no, none of that happened, which changes mm. the story quite a lot, actually, because I thought because he'd overstayed his visa, he was running away from police. And then, yeah. although there's no reason to shoot a guy it makes a lot more sense when you think police saw him he saw police he ran away mm-hmm. then they thought he was a terrorist but that's not that's just not yeah. the version of events at all so why did why did he run well he didn't run that's the thing oh. he didn't run <laughs> yeah so uh yeah so people people think he did people think he ran at the very last bit just across the platform to get on the train that was there already oh yeah so like just like a normal commuter would that he sees the, he sees the tube is there yeah. he runs a few paces to get on it yeah or like maybe more than a few paces but no more than you know from the escalator to the yeah to the to the tube um so yeah so he he gets on the train he he finds one of the first available seats just like any normal commuter would um so at this point let's introduce these three surveillance officers that come in so they're codenamed hotel one hotel three and hotel nine that's stupid i know isn't it what yeah. a dumb naming convention yeah. it's <laughs> like i guess it's like h but i don't know what h means and i don't know harry harriet 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 won. That's who it was. Isn't it, isn't it like dependent on like the location or like what sector of the police? That yeah, is? I think uh, pretty much is that. It's like people are named like eight or whatever, yeah. and they were H's, and they say hotel to make it clearer mm-hmm. on a radio or whatever. So yeah, completely lost track of the conversation. <laughs> it's fine. I'm going into a lot more detail than yeah, absolutely necessary. Really um, because I copied and pasted a lot of this from Wikipedia, and it really goes into detail. <laughs> I was panicking at the last minute trying to get all this stuff down. So uh, yeah, so when they when these fire around, so these surveillance officers are on the train with him. The doors are about to shut. Um, the firearm officers arrive on the platform. And this guy, Hotel 3, moves to the door, blocks it with, like, his foot and shouts, he's here! And then the firearm officers get on the train and it was initially claimed that they challenged Jean-Charles, though actually later reports, like, dismissed that and they mm-hmm. didn't. Um, so, yeah, he apparently, according to this guy, Hotel 3, uh, Jean-Charles stands up, advances towards the officers um, and Hotel 3, who's at the door, um and, it, and then I'm guessing he's 
John Charles at this point stressing because he's like, why are the police here? Yeah. Maybe I'm in trouble. Um, so at which point the Sky Hotel 3 grabs him, pins his arms against his torso and pushes him back into a seat. So he's he's not actually sat down. So he's, he's like being restrained, but his body's like straight and not in mm. a natural, like sitting down position. And then two officers fire 11 shots according to the number of empty shell casings, like, on the floor of the train. Um, and he shot seven times in the head and once in the shoulder at close range, and he dies at the scene. Um, so an eyewitness later said that the 11 shots were fired over a 30-second period at three-second intervals, although someone else says that they had five shots, then a break, then some more shots. Mm-hmm. But basically, yeah, he was shot in the head and a bit in the shoulder as well. Um, so, if, immediately after the shooting, the Met Police, like, you know, that same day, an hour later or whatever, mm-hmm. Met Police are saying that the shooting's directly linked to the investigation of the, there'd been some attempted bomb- bombings the previous day that were foiled, so they reckoned it was linked to that, and, um, yeah, um, what was really, oh, and they obviously thought that he'd been a suspect and that mm-hmm. he had a concealed bomb, which is why they took like urgent action and that was like all like part of what they were allowed to do yeah um so but what what i found really like kind of horrifying about this is that um they use hollow point bullets which i didn't know much about but i did a bit they're of research really bad. Yeah, yeah they, they really explode inside you don't they yeah so about basically like a senior police source had said that uh john charles's body was unrecognizable unrecognisable afterwards Jesus yeah um, and I was like that just seems that seems like you know like you hear about it with like gangs and stuff they do that yeah, because they like, want to make an impact why would the police have that ammunition yeah you know what I mean yeah well according to Wikipedia hollow point rounds are illegal as well aren't they in, in warfare I don't know. I may, uh, I may misremember that I feel like that's something I've heard because, uh, because of just how much damage they do to people say it again a hollow point, uh, uh, hollow point ammunition illegal in warfare. Okay. I certainly frowned upon. Yeah, frowned yeah. <laughs> upon. Yeah, well, we don't like any of this. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, not very sporting. No. Um. Uh. Yeah. So uh, apparently they're widely used in, in law enforcement where it might be necessary to stop someone quickly, uh, like an armed assailant. Right. Um. Because basically, um, they yeah the. Uh, like a full, what they call full metal jacket bullet, which is which is the opposite, which is the one that goes straight through. Is like yeah, it can do a through and through, which I learned about as well. Mm-hmm. Which is like where it goes in and comes out the other side and can hit somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. So uh, basically, a home office spokesperson said uh, chief officers can use whatever ammunition they consider appropriate for the operational circumstances. So I guess if they want to use those ones, you know, those horrible ones, then fine. Um, Yeah, so the day after the shooting, the police were like, shit, like, it was this guy, uh, Jean-Charles Jimenezes. He hadn't been carrying explosives. He wasn't connected to any of the attempted bombings. Um, They issued an apology and described the incident as a tragedy and one that the Metropolitan Police Service regrets, which is like... Ugh. Well, it doesn't doesn't bring him back, does it? No, that's it exactly. Yeah. Um, so uh, the Menezes family condemned the shooting, obviously, and regret and rejected this apology. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, Jean Charles's gran- grandmother said that there was no reason to think he was a terrorist, which I actually think makes perfect sense yeah. given what we know. The reasons that you might think he's a terrorist are all racist and unfounded. Exactly. Like yeah. if you're like, well, he wasn't white, that's not a good enough reason to no. consider because there's plenty of white terrorists. So it doesn't yeah. even make sense. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> just um, consistent. And you can see how that like that chain of events happened mm-hmm. where they just like really misidentified him from the start and like some idiot had been like, Yeah, that looks like the guy, the guy with the Mongolian eyes yeah. and then yeah, and then one thing led to another, um, which is horrible. Um, so, yeah, so they eventually, over, like, the full course of time, uh, they're offered £100,000 in comp- compensation for the, from the Met Police. 
Uh, but to this day, no officers being prosecuted. There had been, like, there was a massive campaign from the family and, uh, like, a load of other people at Amnesty International. Mm-hmm. Um, they took, in on the 10th of June 2015, the Menezes family took the British government to the European Court of Human Rights, um, just, like, over the decision not to prosecute anyone involved in the killing. Uh, but basically, the decision was upheld. Uh, afterwards, there was, there was an inquest. Um, and the co- this is what I find really weird. So... The coroner had said that the ju- there was a jury mm-hmm. and they could either return a verdict of lawful killing or an open verdict, but they weren't allowed to return a verdict of unlawful killing. Like, they didn't have the option, which I think is, like, mm. it's like, give the jury all the options, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah, without knowing about the law. No. It feels like that's not fair... Like, if you can do a full But what inquest, does an open thing just mean, like, we find It just means don't know. Oh, they don't, don't know. No one knows what happened. Yeah, like, there's there's no no blame. Yeah, I don't know if there's, like, state anything. of emergency laws that, like, oh, in these cases. Because, mm. like, it, it's, like, it's not a conspiracy for murder, is it? Like, they did, those officers didn't all club together no. and say, well, no. we don't know, but we assume they didn't all club together and say, let's murder let's this guy. Let's kill this guy, yeah. And if, uh, if it's, like, one guy misidentified him and then they were acting on bad intelligence. Yeah. But then, like, the gun rounds just seem, like, excessive. It's seems like just... a, a lot of firing as well. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't know. I don't want to be a judge. Like, saying that he's unrecognisable, like, afterwards. Mm. Um, so, yeah, during the inquest, the Menezes family got up. Like, the guy was doing the summing up. Um, the other the other side of the argument. The prosecution? The defence? The the defence. Defense. I don't know, actually, I don't know how an inquest works, so I don't know whether it's that but if it's that it would be the defense um so they got up and like under their jackets and underneath they were wearing t-shirts that said um that was aimed at the jury that said your legal right to decide unlawful killing verdict Mm -hmm. but obviously the jury didn't have that choice so they returned an open verdict and that is where we're at Mm, yeah so yeah so it was a sad story and yeah, I apologise for telling the sad story. But I think it's quite an important story because I, I, like, miss... I mean, 2005, I would have been, like, 16, so I was, like, not yeah. not really following it um, back then. But, um, yeah, I believed quite a lot of, like, the the fake news. Yeah, like, my <laughs> recollection of that story was that he was a Brazilian guy who, like, was innocent but ran and was shot in the back as he was running away. Exactly. And yeah. I remember like thinking at the time, like, well, he was shot in the back, that's that's the bad thing about it. Yeah. But it turns out literally everything I knew about that story was incorrect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And like actually it's actually even worse than him being shot in the back. Yeah. He was he was pinned down and shot how many times did I say he was shot? Eleven. Oh they fired the guns eleven times but he was shot eight times. Yeah. Something? something like that. Seven times in the head and once in the shoulder at close range. Jesus. Yeah. So while I was researching that, I found out as well, point blank range, you assume means like, well, what do you assume that means? It doesn't mean can't miss, does it? It means something else. Yeah, so you think it means, point blank range, you think means close range, Mm -hmm. but actually it doesn't always mean close range. What it means is you can fire a gun aiming at an exact target and it still hits the target, whereas if it's not point blank range... You've, you you point it the exactly. opposite of what I was saying. <laughs> yeah. Well, you point it at the target, and it the bullet it like because of the trajectory of the bullet, it like goes a bit lower. So like, if I point it at your head here, sorry to point mm-hmm. a fake gun at your head, but like here, it's going to hit you in the head. Yeah. But if I'm stood like out on the street and pointing it, even if I'm pointing it exactly at your head, it might hit lower. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So point blank range can actually be really far away if it's a really like high caliber. Yeah, I learned. That was quite interesting. The bullet falls at the same rate it moves, isn't it? So, like, by the time you've heard the bang, the bullet's already on the ground. Oh! It's like a weird thing. Oh, that's interesting. Because of gravity. Yeah. Like, it doesn't. Like, you imagine in your head it's like being propelled to the earth forever, like a rocket. Yeah. But it isn't, it's falling down. Yeah, that's true. I think that's true. Yeah, makes sense. Back check. I suppose it depends (laughs) how far away you are as well. Yeah, so I think it's one of those experiments where, like, if you drop a stone and fire a bullet at the same time, they both hit the ground at the same time, despite the fact the bullet's been yes. propelled through the uh, on the moon. Which you would not think. Like, that just doesn't seem right. It just seems it? weird. It's just, yeah. It's trying to, like, trying to move from 
murder by gunshot in some <laughs> gun shot, into, gun trivia. Yeah, yeah, gun trivia. I like it though, yeah. that's really interesting. It was alright. It, yeah. it was a good story Thank in that you. it was crazy. Yeah. As in, it's crazy that that. Like was unbelievable, to isn't yeah. it? But yeah. So, yeah. I wonder whether. I, there's a weird smell in here. Is anyone, can anyone else smell it? it I can smell like a fishy smell. Yeah, I think it's. Yeah. I think Maybe it's some of those rotting beers. Gross. <laughs> rotting, yeah, rotting beers. I think. Mm. Who used to eat prawn sandwiches in the office? Oh, that's that? a great mental Ethan. image. I yeah. bet it's prawn sandwiches. Maybe he, maybe he, like came he, in and he's a rich, you know, like, he's rich person. He doesn't know the etiquette. You know, like when you know when someone's like husband's cheated on them, and then when they leave the house, they like saw they like sew prawns into the curtain lining of the curtains. Where have you heard? I don't that? think that's a great thing. Did that happen like a I don't know, like. Well, they say to do yeah. that. Like, it's a good way of getting your own back on. Like, your cheating husband. If you have to leave, you like yeah. put prawns we'll like find it in place. Yeah. yeah. So maybe Ethan's done that. Like he. I actually did not even notice it because I'm really accustomed to that smell because it's what off pain smells like. And when I was oh, a teenager, it smells like what? Off pain. Off pain smells like paint. Yeah, it smells <laughs> like rotten fish. Oh. Um, and in school, we, we I guess we were just poor and is all the off? paint was rotten. I didn't even know all you could get rotten. This is why I'm confused. Is I didn't know you could like get rotten paint. I don't know. Is it? No, like paint no. Can go off. you mean yeah. like paint wow. to paint with? What? Not what? Why, are you you really Why are you struggling so much with this? <laughs> I've never heard of the concept of off paint. You should yeah. see Robin's house, it's, it's just burr walls. It's exposed floors. Paint, what are you about? What? Are you saying yeah. paint, Rob? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, when paint no. goes it's off, it just starts to smell like rotten paint. It emulsifies. It's already, it's just, it's already a little fine. <laughs> what, is it, are you on about the painting, what you would paint a picture with, like the paint, or are you on about paint on the walls? Oh, that you would paint a picture with, like poster paints, or, but I'm sure wall paint also. Yeah, I don't think What, when it's dry? Necessarily it's not when it's dry. No, but I mean, like, the, like in ten years it starts to smell of fish. Depends what medium you work That's in. You need to just keep painting your walls. Like, <laughs> oh, this yeah. is such a tangent. I did not think that... Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to Amazon.com slash news ad free. That's Amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I haven't done that yet because I've just been opening away from the mic and oh. Abigail gets me evil eyes every time I do it. But that's like some ASMR when they listen to yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. Every You did it once last week, every time. <laughs> I mean, I guess that is every well, time. Well,
It's quite an enjoyable sound though, it, like, yeah, especially the way yeah, you did yeah. that quite slow. It's a party it sound, you know a party <laughs> sound when you hear that. Um, so, mm. my story, um, I, I've noticed a typo in the very first line. <laughs> oh, oh really, uh, Rick? Yeah. You did a typo? <laughs> of Halloween 1968. <laughs> That's quite oldie-worldie, that. Yeah, so, we're starting in, on Halloween. Yes. 1968, in Tottenham Park Cemetery. Down south, um, and a grave was found disturbed. Ooh, mm. no, not in a sexy way. Just no, like just yeah. like I, d- I mean, it, it creeps me out either way. The way in which it was disturbed <laughs> is that it was there was a ring of flowers around it with the flower heads pointing inwards towards oh, where the cadaver would be. Sounds like some fairy yeah. bullshit. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, it is a little bit. It will do more. Um, <laughs> And the corpse in the grave was found with an iron crucifix staked through the coffin lid into its chest. Shit. Now, the, this, <laughs> so that's me arriving with the seat. Yeah. Oh, Inspector Robin. You just like shit. open up your door and just this. write down shit. shit. Um, so no one was ever found or prosecuted for that. Um, and then in the 1970s, um, the tabloids were awash with tales of a vampire in Highgate Cemetery, colloquially known as the Highgate Cemetery Vampire. Nice, <laughs> nice. Like so, basically, in Highgate, in that's in London as well, um, in 1969, there's basically a bunch of goths hanging around doing what goths do, hanging around, walking around, around doing spells. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> doing, doing spells. Doing spells. Well, no, we're going to do spells, I promise. Goths and witches are the same. Yeah. So there's this one goth called David Farrant, who... Oh, that's a goth name. Yeah. It is a bit gothic. Um, in 1969, on the 21st of December, I think it is. Can I just ask if this guy was white? Cause he is white. Don't trust white men called David. Oh, any reason? Or... Just every single one I've met has been bad. What about you, Uncle David? Everyone's got Uncle I David. I actually don't. No, I do. He's very, I would say actually my uncle's very trustworthy. You but should he, introduce him so he can change my mind about <laughs> David. Yeah, he, I think he's a Tory though. Oh. oh. Like he's that, he's that bad type of Tory, you know, where they're like... He's a racist. To like <laughs> but like, you know, he, he grew up working class and he made... Oh. Yeah, he made, oh, he made something David. of himself. And don't now he thinks that anyone can do that. Um, anyway, this yeah. David. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> he was a goth in 1969, and on the 21st of December, 69, he claims to have spotted a grey figure oh. going around Highgate Cemetery. Cemetery. Are we guessing a vampire then at this point? Or? Well, well, okay. The theories of vampires are not. Yeah, he I'm just says ahead it's of some kind of grey figure, sorry. and he writes to his local newspaper, which is the Hempstead and Highgate Tribune. I have that written down someplace. Let's just call it the Tribune. Yeah. And we'll carry on from there. Do you want me <laughs> um, to check that for you? Yeah, yeah if you want it. it. Oh, no, it's called the Hampstead, Hempstead in Highgate Express. Oh, cool. And he writes saying, look, I was in this graveyard on the 21st of December like any other regular person, and I saw a grey figure. Did anybody else see anything spooky? <laughs> it's spooky again. Please. Spooky. <laughs> that's exactly how I said it the first time you robbed me of the satisfaction <laughs> say it in your real accent he said it was there anything spooky thank you <laughs> anyway they get loads of replies and lots of people saw various spooky things but not one of them matched anything anybody else said <laughs> um, so he started to be like there might be some kind of vampiric spirit going on yep. in Highgate in London enter a man named Sean Manchester. Nice. Whose Wikipedia profile still uh, describes him as, uh, let me just get this right, extremely unhinged. (laughs) Now, Sean Manchester is deeply litigious and really (laughs) hates when anyone talks about him. (laughs) So he might get letters in. Um, Can't wait. He, oh, he bring dem- it on, Sean. Demands- I say that? <laughs> Sorry. I, I mean, you might write some blogs about us. I'll, I'll reveal more about Sean right. as we go on. He, he likes that people refer to him as Bishop Sean Manchester. Interesting. Uh, Is he a bishop, though? Not of the Catholic Church, <laughs> oh, no. no okay. He's a, he claims to be a bishop in a splinter faction of the Catholic Church that's way more progressive. Oh, um, okay. And, like, believe... Believe in gay people. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> women priests and, oh. in his case, a vampire. 
I mean, fine. I'm fine with that, actually. All of that, really. Um, So anyway, Sean, who had created the British Occult Society, Mm. starts to rival David Farron in what he thinks is walking around um, Highgate. Farron, it's important to point out, is a Wiccan, and they fundamentally don't get on on the grounds that one claims to be a type of Catholic and the other one claims to be an occultist. So Manchester... But we all know it's all bullshit. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So Manchester, anyway... Calm down, Ricky Jabez. (laughs) (laughs) Manchester claims that the vampire is a Wallachian, which is just Romanian, I think. Ah. Um, An ancient Romanian noble buried deep under Highgate Cemetery. That's how the newspapers report him as saying it. Okay. And then he says, bollocks, I didn't say that. That's over-egging it. And then later in his book, he says that he did say that. (laughs) Um, so yeah, they go on, and basically neither of them can find any evidence for vampires, even though they're running two dual investigations. Manchester's convinced that there is a vampire, and is like, we need to find it, and when we find it, we need to behead it and burn the corpse, but that's illegal. <laughs> Not <laughs> like, to a vampire, yeah. I don't think there's anything in, in the laws that say you can't do it to a vampire. Vampire, yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so yeah, there's no evidence. Then one day David Farrant finds a dead fox. And is like, oh, there's no blood in this dead fox. Vampire drinking. Which confirms vampirism. Now, at this point, David Farrant's a bit worried that he's being tied in with a vampire theory mm. that Sean Manchester is promoting in a big, big way. So he just starts saying, oh, it might be a ghost or a trap spirit or some nonsense. Um, anyway, they set off on two rival vampire hunts on oh the 13th Brilliant. of March, 1970. You know when people are like, oh, I wish I was born in the 70s. I've never understood that until like this exact way. What were you like? Oh, you're a boss of that. Yeah, so they, Farrant is leading the official, like, officiated um, vampire hunt. Um, Manchester's doing his own wild one. The alternative. Quick question, which one would you be on? Uh, the alternative one. I've seen pictures of Sean Manchester. You would be on his, like, oh, definitely. Is he fit? No. Oh. <laughs> but he is crazy. Um, ITV interviewed the two guys, and they've got hours of footage of mobs rushing into Highgate Cemetery to find these vampires, like, climbing over the fences, like, pushing police officers away. There's literally mobs in London in 1970 <laughs> trying to hunt down either... A Wallachian noble vampire or a spirit. I have never experienced FOMO like this. It kind of isn't. So Manchester claims like a bunch of weird things. He claims that um, with the help of a blind psychic girl, I might have added the blind bit, but let's egg it up. And the Um, Irish accent. (laughs) Yeah. um, She took him to some tomb that was locked. Right. um, Or like a catacomb. And he couldn't get in through the doors, so they rappelled through the roof and they found um, an empty coffin. Empty. Empty, yeah. Because the vampire's been up and about, yeah. yeah. Uh, Into which he put garlic and holy water, just in case. You've got to do that, yeah. Maybe Um, that's just what he liked to drink. What, they just like to drink (laughs) holy water? (laughs) Just water infused with garlic. So, (laughs) he he claims later on, like a couple of months after this, that he actually did like another hunt later on with the same psychic girl who led led him to a different catacomb in which he found the lying body of a vampire. Okay. Sorry, it didn't happen. <laughs> well. Did they do this during the day? Sorry, this second, oh, sorry, this, this second time he did during the day, because oh, it's not legal to go into Highgate Cemetery in the day, but back in the day, in the night time, they used to like fence it up and lock okay. it up. Yeah. Um, so anyway, he goes in the second time, and he, he claims in his books <laughs> that he found the, dra- the, the dragon? The, <laughs> the son of the dragon, Dracul. <laughs> That would have been one hell of a twist. Um, So he claims he finds it and he's going to stake it through the heart and cut its head off and burn it, which is his like MO for dealing with the vampires. But it just says his followers, just Mm. his hanger-ons are like, no, don't do that, because as he's pointed out, that's illegal. Yeah. So he's convinced that to just put holy water on it and garlic and maintain the beast. Though years later he would claim that in an abandoned house in Highgate, he found the very same cadaver in the basement. At which point he was like, "No, no, no! This time I'm taking it down." And he 
but chopped its head off and burnt it. You would, though, wouldn't you? Yeah, if you found it a second exactly time. The same yeah, if you imagine finding it a second time, you'd imagine killing <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like another kind of weird thing is by. So, the first place he investigated where he didn't find anyone, police actually found a severed head there, like two months mm-hmm. later, that was like burnt in Chad, and they were like, oh, it must have been used um, in black magic. Fucking hell, this is getting. I, I was on board when I thought it was all just because some it, japes. It, 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 <laughs> it goes back to being kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, but I don't want to know actual severed head. So guy. the rivalry between these two intensifies because oh. each is claiming like, no, my method of vampire murdering is the best and yours is, is nonsense, really. Yeah. Like, oh, it's not really <laughs> a vampire. It's just some kind of grey spectre that drinks fox blood. Um, so Farrant was actually arrested for damaging graves. And he claims it was Satanists. Um, but he was also... One of his friends was, like, arrested by the police and beaten up. So he sent them, like, voodoo dolls to teach them a lesson. But also, they found um, the body... Like, a body with a severed head propped up in a car and, like, charged him with it. Oh. Um, but someone came forward and said it wasn't him. And he admitted... Yeah, I was going to say, that's not his MO, is No, it, no, right? he admitted to doing the voodoo dolls. He's like, that's not on. And he, yeah. But he didn't. He said he didn't desecrate um, any graves or, like, smash yeah. it up. But he got charged with, like, he's been going around at night in graves. Yeah. Knocking yeah. on the head. Um, so, right, the rivalry is really weird because Sean Manchester released a book detailing his exploits in Hunter the Vampire called The Highgate Vampire. Nice. Uncreatively named. Farron, a few, year, a few years later, releases a book called Beyond the Highgate Vampire, ah, which is a nice one like one-up, yeah. Um, Still both terrible titles. Oh, both terrible yeah. titles. Yeah. Um, as I said, Sean Manchester formed the British Occult Society, of which he naturally made himself the president of. Of course. Mm-hmm. Farron, not to be beaten, formed the British Occult and... What was it? The occult? Oh, the, the British Psychic and Occult Society. Oh, these guys. Everything yeah. they've done since they've met has been like one giant pissing contest. Oh, yeah, That's basically. Like, they'd be best of friends if they actually hung out. If like, they could just see past their differences. Yes, they could kill vampires yes, together. Exactly. It, like, so, Farrant now, like, doesn't say it was really a vampire. He's like, oh, maybe I was wrong and, you know, we were quick to rush to judgment. Despite that, he's still the head of the Highgate Vampire Society, mm-hmm. which, like, routinely investigates vampires. So, Farron, basically, other than, like, that bit, is kind of normal. And, like, he has a, he has a rivalry with Sean Man- Manchester that's not nice and they make YouTube videos because they're both still alive and they're both still at it. Whoa. But, How old are these guys, like, in the 60s or Yeah, they must be yeah. in the 60s, the yeah. 70s. Manchester is kind of crazy though. Um, I mean, he's definitely going to try and sue us for that. Like, yeah. a he, I mean, he's what are the chances of him listening to this, or even someone who I think if this goes I mean, in the description, we'll find us. it. We yeah. don't have any money, so it's yeah. Fine. What's he, like, literally, what's he going to take? Yeah. So he routinely uh, he has like up until like last year he had like three different blogs which are just talking about how great he is. Okay. He does stuff like join forums under Latin names to defend himself and discredit anybody, like, to a ridiculous degree. Um, Sometimes, because he hates a lot of people, because a lot of people say he's stupid, and I'm really hoping he does this for us, us, Mm -hmm. he'll do nasty oil paintings of them. (laughs) Oh my god! I was literally, I was at one point I was going to say, let's have him on, on the podcast. But no, I'd rather have a nasty oil painting. Yeah, the nasty oil painting would be amazing. I'd pay for that. Like, be a prized possession. Yeah, well, oh. what do they look like? <laughs> the, 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 well, so he's done one of Farrant where he's like transforming into a demon. Okay. And I was on his site quite a lot today looking at a lot of these oil paintings. And they're quite psychedelic. Like, Ooh, if I you like bought it. a shit book on the occult... Yeah, that, like one of his paintings would be on the oh, front cover. I'd pay, I'd pay real upwards of fifteen pounds. Yeah, maybe. yeah. I no, honestly, I paid thirty five pounds. Thirty five pounds. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Well, I mean, we can always look. Maybe I could get him to commission. Yeah, I could commission for him. So one of the other things he does well, he has quite a lot of books online. Okay. I mean, not online. Like he's written a lot of books about vampire hunting. Is that he will. Leave himself user reviews. No, oh, oh, that's God. a dog. Like that, yeah. that person that likes their own Facebook. It's yes. exactly. That. But he leaves them under the name Veritas. Okay. So actually, does Veritas mean truth? Yeah. Um, oh. Yeah. Dada knows. It's Latin. Latin. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Uh, the more you know. So it's ironic. So actually, people don't know for sure it's him. 
However, this user, user Veritas, mm. uh, will often cite unpublished works by him in saying, actually, I know the true intention because in this unpublished book that I have access to, <laughs> he actually says this. Mm. So, yeah, he was going to design a video game about his exploits. Okay. Um, oh, that'd be great. Working alongside a, um, an art student named Aaron Manchester, Ooh. who he says is no relation. Because um, Manchester's a common last name. Yeah, it's a super common name. <laughs> it's just one of the many Manchesters. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of people pointed out is that they basically write in the same way. And Manchester hates almost everybody online. Apart from Aaron Manchester. And Aaron Manchester writes that he had the utmost respect for Sean Manchester after reading about his exploits. <laughs> but, like, right, whatever the situation is, whether it's actually a relative or whether it's just him but just mm. Aaron, you just do a whole fake name. <laughs> just the whole the whole name would be fake. Sean just... Birmingham. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. They'll never get me now. <laughs> yeah. Or a woman like. Dawn Birmingham. Shauna. <laughs> Shauna. Shauna Womanchester. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he does lots of all these paintings and stuff. I forgot to mention that um, David Farron does respond to a lot of these. And they do have lots of YouTube videos. Well, the paintings are. The paintings, yeah. And he produces a comic oh series God. called The Adventures of the Bonkers Bishop. <laughs> which is all about Bishop Shaw Manchester. Oh my God. Now, there's not a real twist in the story other than... Um, like I could list for literally hours the number of pseudonyms that he's used in like the number of four. He goes on the 14 Times website and argues with those people. He goes on like Rational Wiki. He's got a thing about Rational Wiki where he hates them oh, um, okay. for pointing out the things he said. Like how do you use things I've said about as evidence against me? Um, Excellent. But in 2012, a man named Kevin Chesson um, took pictures of him for some book or some blog or something. And in them, he had a room filled with... Anyone want to guess? You get a guess each. Oh, to be honest, I've been too busy trying to Just find out what the complete this sentence. A room filled with... Oh, no, because I just want to say nice things like kids. <laughs> right, Kittens. That was your guess. Um, de- they're definitely not nice things. Is it... Oh, uh, is it... Uh, I was going to say garlic, that's too obvious. Mm. That's what. Is that what Dad was thinking? A garlic, no. no. Uh, he had a room filled with Nazi memorabilia. <laughs> oh! Yeah. So, um, the description of it says like, there's obviously lots of swastikas and memorabilia and pride of place, a portrait of um, Hitler. Oh. So, Manchester's defence is that actually I'm just into war memorabilia mm. and the real Nazi is Kevin Chesson. Oh, took the really? Picture. <laughs> Which is the worst kind of defence. But yeah, they're just interesting people to know. And the war is still going on. And yeah, Bishop Shaw Manchester still claims to be the UK's number one authority on murdering vampires. I really think we should go around his house and... Uh, I'm, I always, I'm imagining he lives in Manchester, but he, he clearly no, just, he just lives in Manchester. No, I imagine the same thing because yeah, his name is Manchester. last name is Manchester. Yeah, it's, it's not, not what to <laughs> determine his name. No. But yeah, he like... He claims to be like a um, this uh, bishop in this like offshoot of Catholicism, yeah. but it's almost impossible to prove that. And um, he has made complaints to Ofcom about how he's been represented in media before. Oh. One of the complaints is that he he doesn't get referred to as Bishop Shaw Manchester. And Ofcom found that actually, by virtue of him claiming to be a reverend, uh, a bishop, yeah, in this organization, that it's correct. To do so. I mean, yeah, you can't... I mean, they're all made-up organisations. Yeah. So. But the other thing he took objection with is that people called him a vampire-hunting weirdo. <laughs> and Ofcom ruled in favour of weirdo being a fine definition of him because he admits to, like, doing things that regular people don't do, like vampire-hunting. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, like, he's, like... I mean, maybe he's not... Maybe you might not describe him as a vampire-hunting weirdo, but I think both... Both sides of that definition are perfectly fine. Yeah. Vampire hunting, correct. Weirdo, Weirdo. correct. Oh, yeah, certainly yeah. odd. Um, I don't, like, there's a thing about him in his book where he claims to have tracked a vampire to its lair and it oh. transformed into a spider before he nobly killed it. He killed the spider? Like, yeah, well, I, I assume a giant spider like Shelob, not like okay. a penny spider. That, I mean, because killing a penny spider with a sword would be obscene. And also, you're never going to 
come into money. Killing spiders. Yeah. Oh, killing yeah. penny spiders. Yeah. yeah. Do you call them penny spiders? I meant to say money spiders. Oh, I, re- I realised that. Yeah, as soon that as penny time. spiders. Penny is spiders cute, is better. Yeah, it's cute. Oh, he also, yeah, I just seen my notes, I forgot to mention it. He also claims to be a descendant of Lord Byron. Because why not? Why wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, suppose if you're going to make up your You're going to make up some nonsense, yeah. make it good. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. There's, some, there's some nutters. I feel like I, I really strongly it. want to make a spread some rumours about like a Headingley vampire or something. <gasps> Headingley would be a good place to do it as well because it's full of students. There's a world. That's where I live. Mm. Oh, what? There's a world. There's a world. <laughs> no, I would go visit. Yeah. But yeah, there's a world. So I, I've heard this actually before. Maybe it was you that told me about it in the Probably. first place. Yeah. It's called Old Stinker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just hangs around, goes to the deep, <laughs> pops in spiders. Yeah, that's what just, we that's do. a great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, I am. I'm from now. I like. I reckon it's. It'd be easy to start this Headingley vampire thing. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like do some I tweets. Headingley's creepy enough. I think that you know. There's like. Sorry to anyone who's never been to Headingley. But there's like um, opposite the original oak. There's a churchyard there, mm. and there and there's some crumbling graves in that place. Yeah, I think it's just like smack start. right in the middle of a heavily student area, which is weird. Yeah, you'd have to work out a way of. I I, I reckon you'd have to use a bit of Photoshop, mock up not some actual vampire pictures, but something a bit suspicious. Mm. Spread it on Reddit, spread it on Twitter, and then what you really need you know is like it. an expert to be like, oh yeah, that's. That's a vampire, I would. The problem is, Sean Manchester would probably hate us immediately for even bringing it to his attention, and David Farrant's not big into the vampire scene anymore. Yeah, anyway. he's gone off it, hasn't he? We yeah. need to find out whether the new Youngbloods, if you'll pardon me, well, we could be, I mean... Are in the vampire world. We could do that. Yeah, I could... I mean, what do you need? You don't need qualifications, do you? We can just no. do that ourselves. Well, we can call ourselves, that. like, Bishop Robin Vinter... Then, oh, I mean, I'm a reverend. Got an email the other day, so. Oh yeah, you didn't you? Yeah, you're ordained on the internet. Yeah, yeah. I would try something more exotic than a Christian. Yeah, yeah I would. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I might make up my own religion. I think I've. I feel like I've worked out. Basically, every person who's called religion is doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can either we can either come up with our own religion, or we can spread rumours about heading. We can vampire. do both. Not, not. No, yeah, not no. at once. I agree. You need to fold in more madness to make it seem more legit. Okay. Okay. Oh, you think there's? You think those two are not enough? Well, I mean, start the religion, find the vampire. Yeah, I think uh, we, we should do the religion start first. the religion first. Yeah, yeah. One of then, us has got to be yeah. the reincarnation of something, Bodicea. Yeah, you need you need a, a figurehead that can't be replaced. Yeah. That everyone's that has some kind of direct connection to the thing, whatever it is, the mm. god or whatever, um, that, that yeah. everyone's got to bow down to, um, that has all the secrets. Mm-hmm. I'm mm. going to put myself in that position, unless you guys object. Um, I don't think I'd be good at it, actually. I don't think I could do the act for long enough. Yeah, I don't, I I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. You just really need to get into it. Yeah. I, d- I think I'd feel bad once... I think if I thought anyone genuinely believed it, I'd feel terrible. Mm. That's yeah. the problem. But that's it. You've Ethan, got, though. You've got to believe your own thing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. What do you mean, let's set up yeah, Ethan he, as a figurehead no, in the fake religion? Yeah, he's got no... He Didn't he once try to... Tells he thought he was a psychopath. Yeah. He has that kind of charming thing where at first I really did honestly think everything he said to me was true. And now I know that he, he's replicating and that he's very nice and that he'll say things that aren't He's, a, bit, he's a habitual liar. He's yeah, and all those murders he did that he, time as well. Yeah. Like, he thought he was a psychopath because he doesn't think he has any empathy or because he had to learn empathy. And yes. we were like, no, that, that's just normal. That's like, just been a child. Like, yeah. He just, lots, he just that's lots yeah. of people. I think the fact he gets like irritated that the Tories are taking money away from people and he genuinely is driven to anger by that yeah. demonstrates yeah. that he has yeah. empathy. There's rants that he does in the office about the Tories I think is, in, is enough he's prawn sandwiches this yeah. Is, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but honestly stop hating right. yourself so much Ethan Headingley Vampires if maybe everyone who listens to this podcast <laughs> could do a few tweets about the Headingley Vampire mm-hmm. no, we could I get think, it I going we've got to get the church going first so it's like a, a religiously bad thing yeah but thing. think how much work we have to put into a church whereas a few vampire rumours we could do really easy I well we could just ask them to join our church what, the vampires? <laughs> no, the listeners. If we just... Oh, yeah, I suppose if we start off with the, the American listener. Tax deductible, isn't it? 
Is it? Churches don't yeah. pay tax. Mm. Oh, yeah. You just make the oh, overtake into I mean, a church. Oh. We don't pay tax because we, we don't make any profit. <laughs> or, profit. And we don't have any money coming in. But so. soon <gasps> we will and we still won't pay any tax. Yeah, there you go. What's the right... That's well, you're going to live long and prosper. <laughs> yeah. Which, interestingly right. enough, was created by Elena Nimoy oh. to represent uh, some uh, a thing that's in Jewish ceremonies oh. that they do around each other. It's not quite. We could do an opposite blessing. live long and prosper where you put your two middle fingers together. <laughs> Die oh. quickly in a group. <laughs> <laughs> Die quickly in poverty. <laughs> Yeah, religion already it's just a whole austerity. I know what this has just been a millennial. So. <laughs> um, yeah, should we do some corrections? Ah, yeah. I was going to say, do you have any? Because I thought you meant last week. But... I saw, I really like self-edited then, by the way, because I could have gone on about the two middle fingers, but I didn't. I was like, no, they no, don't want to we hear like about that. Twelve tangents deep. Yeah, so were. probably for the best. <clears throat> Let's see. I don't know how to pronounce this girl's name. I think it's Princess Keiko, because if it's Kako. Oh, awkward. Mm. Enrolled at Uni of in September 2017. So there's currently, unless she dropped out. That's not the one I was thinking of. A princess attending Uni of. Yeah, I didn't think it was the one I was thinking of, but it does confirm my belief that there is at least one princess attending Uni of. There is, yeah. Um, Philip Schofield's daughter, Ruby Schofield, is a Leeds Beckett graduate. Oh, yes! They are. They are. Yeah. yeah. She only got to Leeds Beckett with her privilege. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. They're not even trying, these kids. <laughs> I tried to look into the Mongolian fold thing. It made me really uncomfortable the entire time. Mm. I think it is just another name for the Epicanthal fold. So, like... So just, it's not about Mongolia at all. It's no, just it's like just what we tend to think. Term. Yeah, just what we tend to think of as Asian eyes. Although, like, plenty of the races have that fold, yes. like Native yeah. Americans and Polynesian people, etc. Um, yeah. So, I mean, they correctly identified that he did have that type mm-hmm. of eye, but it just sounds a bit like they were like, he has eyes that look Asian. Definitely was him. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, hollow points are banned in international warfare under the Hague Convention's early laws, which the US follows. Oh, wow. um, but the agreement was never actually ratified, so they could use hollow points, they just choose not oh, to. Wow. They're not really bound by that provision. Good work for Hague. I mean, yeah. that's, I think so, like soldiers like in Afghanistan or whatever, they'll shoot someone and they don't really care if it. Mm. <laughs> they don't care if they hit a civilian. Yeah, because they're well, a, a guy and hits a child. Well, only Island. But they do care. Well, okay, they sorry, soldiers. Love you. The Royal Army is the AK 47. No, she doesn't. The rounds in that are really small. They're not meant to kill people, mm. they're meant to just maim people. And when they someone screams out for help, like a, a soldier's shot and they shout to the cop, like, help me, I'm being shot. Um, then when all the tr- other troops come to help them, then you kill you kill more people Shit. there. Like the design of that gun is purposefully like nasty and cruel. Yeah. I find that really like imagine that job where you're like, oh, I, like I design the most people, yeah. Yeah. like and you and you have to think outside the box and can't just I mean, be back killing the most people. Have you ever played like Plague Incorporated that app game where you design? Oh yeah, like, I love that. Like that, yeah. you're like oh, I'm only in one million. How do I get the whole world? Yeah. Um, what else did it? It said basically they're um, they're like the most commonly used bullets by police and civilians though. So, mm. that's yeah, that yeah. could just be in the US, which unsurprising. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, don't know. Um, could not find out how old either of you guys are. Couldn't even find a date of birth to work it out. I mean, that makes they're it just, even more mysterious. Yeah, there's fucking maybe they were the vampires <gasps> all along. Oh, I think you're onto something. Yeah. Two dueling clans of vampires God, be, over the centuries. That'd be such a good cover that, as well. That's the rumour we should start. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Hey, have you guys heard this conspiracy rumour? This is my favourite conspiracy. I forget about it quite a is lot. Is it the one that, about Leah Michelle being illiterate? <laughs> Same. Who? What? Leah Michelle from Glee. Yeah, there's a conspiracy that Leah Michelle from Glee can't read and it's honestly <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> that is not a conspiracy I've heard. <laughs> But my actual favourite conspiracy is that Alex, jo- Alex Jones of InfoWars mm. Infamy is actually the deceased comedian um, Bill Hicks. Oh. Um, mm. Now, right, so Bill Hicks was a bit of a conspiracy theorist himself because he didn't believe in aliens and he was like, but he was like a very far left conspiracy theorist. Mm. And then when you look at images of them, and they were both Texans, 
both quite big guys, both smokers. Mm. If you look at images of them next to each other, there is reason to believe that that is entirely true. I promise oh, you. That's, yeah. interesting. that's interesting. I'll get it for the image for this for the like if, this episode. What would it be about dying that would make you go so far right? That's I. That's what I don't understand. <laughs> Lack of health. I quite like the one about um, about Brittany Murphy being killed by the US government. Oh, which actually yeah. sounds quite legit and like her parents started that one they genuinely Whoa. believe it don't remember any of the deets but oh, watched, Murphy. watched some sort of like either a video or a documentary about it it was, very it was on YouTube so you knew it was legit they don't let anyone was on the TV yeah. um, and also the one about about how April Levine was replaced yeah but that one's I true. think I've heard yeah. that one yeah. yeah yeah that one is true yeah yeah it's the same people who did Paul McCartney Oh. Same rebranding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, two icons, two musical icons. Yeah. They're literally on the same level. Like, yeah, Paul <laughs> yeah. McCartney and Avril Lavigne. Yeah. But songwriters, you know, yeah. like Skater Are Boy you... is easily as good as Ticket to Ride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Complicated. Better than oh, complicated is really good. And once yeah. I watch it, it's like. Oh, nice. oh yeah, yeah Norwegian wood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. wonderful. Um, are we done with corrections? Yeah. Oh, I didn't have any corrections in my story. Oh, you couldn't find the rages. Oh, yeah, you can find the rages. Yeah, find the rages. And... I find that alarming. There's probably definitely something wrong in that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I corrected you a couple of times, but oh, none okay. of them was specifically about your story, apart from the age thing. I know it's not a conversation, but an enigma. I win again. <laughs> it actually. It used to be. We used to do it like a competition where I'd just be like, "You were the most correct this week," and oh, they didn't good. like it. Yeah. Well, I like it very much. <laughs> but also a couple of the well, hmm, that's me. That's you. I thought one of these might have been something Annika brought up, but it wasn't. I think everyone was actually like, bang on. Yeah. yeah. All right. Good stuff. Nice. End of the podcast. Well, should we? Coming? Let's do. <laughs> yeah, incoming. <laughs> End of the podcast. Incoming. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you to leave Yorkshire then. <laughs> Well, when I'm really laughing, I think it does seem to like my throat and it makes me like... All those hours spent trying to hide the subtle (laughs) stupidities of the Yorkshire and And whatever accent I've got. And it slips out with one day. And I'm just like, hey, up! No, we uh, follow us on Instagram at Story. or follow The Overtake on any of the social media things at The Overtake. Please give us some money through the Patreon. Please. Please. You can find the link pinned to the top of the Overtakes Twitter. Which Lovely. Abigail runs mostly. Mostly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I partly said that because it often retweets me and it's not me retweeting myself, it's you retweeting me through that account. And I feel like sometimes people will look and they'll be like, oh, why is Robin constantly quite retweeting herself? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, anyway, I yeah. just retweet everyone. Constantly, yeah. yeah. Oh, we're moving to a new new office soon, so hopefully the sound quality will be slightly better than in this echoey room. Isn't it an office without without a specific room that we can? Yeah, it's but I think it's softer. You know, like Mm. got softer. Yeah. Softer walls. Yeah. (laughs) The whole thing's made of jelly. Mm -hmm. Um. So that'll be nice. But also, give us. Please, some more money to pay for the internet there. Please, we want good internet. We actually have less patrons than we did because Robin's. Robin's <laughs> bounce. Right, it was a big one. Because, yeah, because I'm so skinny. Yeah, I mean, yeah, cl- we need the money, clearly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so my pledge bounce, it made it look like someone un- unpledged, but I didn't unpledge. I just can't afford the pledge. I might have to. D- can't afford to. <laughs> can't afford to give money to the own, my own company <laughs> that I'm working I for for free. Exactly, yeah. the no, I am being paid, but. But not enough, clearly. Yeah, not a lot. Um, so I might downgrade my pledge to $3 because that's more achievable for me. <laughs> I've got 10 quid in my bank account and I don't know when I'm going to next get paid. It's three months worth of pledges. I, I, I would pledge, <laughs> but I'm not giving you money Typical, when I'm independent. Yeah, that's fair. Typical yeah. tight-fisted Yorkshireman. I know. Yeah. Lady Yorkshireman. Yeah, lady. Yeah. Typical <laughs> CEO. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Should we okay. do some thanks? Oh yeah. Hmm. Uh... I don't know what we do at this part, but I know yeah. to prompt it. Yeah, that's good. Um, so, Annika Vadical, who's actually just left because she's like, I took the pictures I need, now I'm going to get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. So, she's which I yeah. respect. Yeah. Yeah. Annika Radical. Yeah, Radical. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we didn't tell her. Oh, she'll, but it'll be a surprise I when she'll she hear it. it. Yeah. Like, she doesn't listen. She doesn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Jada. <laughs> She's laughing because I'm embarrassing. <laughs> I think that was I mean, clear. You tried. <laughs> that was. A, I mean, the it main thing is I tried, thing. and I, I waved a hand as if I. As if you're a you should have done the racist. Yeah. 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 I didn't do the, the full gesture. racist gesture. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I stopped myself from making a joke I made last week. <laughs> Week we I really wanted to, which is oh really? Oh, <laughs> so yeah. basically, I'm we're just going to leaning to to being racist to white Italians. Yeah, love it. Oh yeah. Jada, <laughs> I meant to ask last week. Yeah. What are you on the internet? You know you're famous on the internet. What? Tell how me. do we? How do they find you if they want to hear you sing? At Jade Rays everywhere. I was on your channel the other day. You upload very infrequently. How? How? I know. It's how just... are you so successful when you upload like once every six months? <laughs> I've been doing it for like years. Perfect. It's just I don't have the time now. I, yeah. I don't have the... Too busy. Not the equipment really. You're very good. Me. I was listening to. Was it the love? Mm, yeah, that's, that's good. Um. Yeah. Literally Maybe we should use business. some of your music in one of the edits for this. Nah. Okay, next. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's beautiful. Um, Thank you. Great. Is that it? Yeah. Okay, that's it. Okay, podcast, podcast over. Bye. Bye. <laughs>